So, on today's podcast, you're going to meet the hosts. I'm Chance. I have a ton of experience in random shit, and this is Alex. I'm Alex. I also have a lot of experience in random shit. <laughs> Both of us have super diverse backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, we, we definitely don't come from one thing at no. all. Gosh, we, no. we've, we've got a plethora of stuff under our belts, which makes us really good partners, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. we have so many things combined that it's like, how in the world are y'all even where you're at today? Like, mm -hmm. it's just an interesting story. Um, so I figured let's, let's talk about yours. Let's go with, let's go with you. I started really, really young. Um, but it was all like unformalized, uh, stuff. It was just kind of me doing, uh, random gigs here and there. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until, uh, I started working at a company called Chipotle um, that I started to get more formalized training. So, okay. um, those of you who don't know, uh, Chipotle, uh, Mexican grill, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are a fast food restaurant. However, yeah. they have an awesome company culture behind them the entire way through. We had an amazing regional manager who each step of the way, he really, um, like poured into me and invested into me, uh, where he would walk through, um, like, you know, how do you, how do you train up employees? Mm -hmm. How do you empower them? How do you, you know, create schedules like just the simplest stuff. But um, it was an amazing couple of years because I learned so many foundational like business leadership tactics and yeah. and ideas and philosophies um, that stick with me to this day that I think back to honestly when I'm making decisions, um, you know, for my companies now. OK. And after I left that, uh, I ended up um, going to, there's an online, um, place where you can buy business called Flippa. Have you heard of it? I've heard of things like Flippa never, yeah. but I, I just joined one actually a few weeks ago. Flippa was, was the one I used to go on there and there's lots of businesses on there. And so I was exiting, um, Chipotle and, um, I didn't know what I was going to do next, but, um, you know, at Chipotle, I had gained a lot of, uh, business experience. I decided, well, you know, the next logical step is, you know, I kind of want to see if I can do this on my own. You know, I've always kind of gone at things with the mindset of, uh, you know, I, I want to kind of like, <laughs> um, I've always likened it to like infinity stones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I want to gain, uh, experiences like infinity stones yep. because they are like truly almost as powerful, right? Different experiences. And so I think at that point I was like, okay, you know, I am exiting this part of my life. Um, you know, it was an amazing period of my life Let's and do something Totally different. Yes. Yeah. What's another stone I can collect? Which is what you and I have in common a lot. And mm -hmm. you'll see that when I tell my story too, is like, you know, we both went from one thing and was like, let's do something totally different. <laughs> and so yeah. your next thing was you went to flip it, you found a business and that I, was what? Yes. So I went there and I found it and I bought it. Um, I found a company that I, um, whenever I was going through the due diligence process, I, I was talking with the guy who owned it. Mm -hmm. And um, just as he was talking through everything, the... Uh, logistics of how they got the products and because uh, it, it was an e-commerce store, right. um, how they got it, how they shipped it, the, you know, the, the manufacturers he dealt with and the marketing and all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, I just started seeing like, like glaring holes and right. I was like thinking myself in that meaning, like, how do you not see, like, these are such easy fixes. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you not see these? And so, um, I was like, yes, I will buy it. Um, the guy had an amazing brand mm -hmm. behind the business these beautiful he he went all the way to france that's crazy. had these watches it was an, an, a watch e-commerce store with these watches with these beautiful models out in france and he had great photography 
all over the, the social profiles, all over the website uh, for each and every watch that he sold. Amazing brand behind it. He invested a lot into that, but the product was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up buying it and I just instantly just thought through the business from start to finish and identified all of the areas of greatest greatest opportunity to level up the product quality yeah. of the watches. I had um, fixed up a lot of the problems. Um, I had redone basically every step of their logistics system yeah. from where they got the bands of the watches to the faces of the watch, all new manufacturers. Um, and the watches were, in my opinion, I'm no, you know, uh, I don't have Rolexes or anything, but right. they were really, it was really a much good better watch. product, much, much better day. product, which obviously increased the enterprise value. And I was actually able to list it back on Flippa three months later and to its name Flippa. Yeah. able to flip the website uh, yeah. and sold it for like, I think, four X what I had wow. paid for it three months. So it was 100 percent worth all the time. Oh, put into oh definitely. Yeah. And then I started at True Green mm -hmm. sales rep. Um, I don't know if you remember earlier, I, I said I was at college for, uh, for computer science right. and, um, which most, most computer science majors aren't yeah, salesmen. Are they're, they're not salesmen. No, <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> they are. Um, I was very much introverted. Um, I did not like going up and like talking to random people. Right. And for this position, like 95% of the, um, of the sales came from door to door computer guy doing door-to-door -door sales for a lawn care company, fertilizer, weed control, stuff like that. Um, I was very bad at first. I <laughs> I still remember there was, uh, there was one time I went up to this person's door and a very nice, we're talking like million dollar homes. Yeah. And uh, I, I knocked on the door. I took a couple steps back and I started, um, you know, doing my typical thing and uh, some very nice, elderly woman opened up the door and all I remember is once she opened up the door every like it was like the 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 air came out of me like I could not think of what to say or I, I literally just kind of like mumbled D -d -d your weeds they're bad <laughs> and and I, I remember this the the um her husband um came and apparently he had heard that and uh he came up to the door and then he like you know pushed the, the wife back inside and yeah. then he was like hey man uh you're here selling something like tell me all about it he was super cool oh that's super cool. super cool and he didn't end up buying but he had apparently done door-to-door -door sales uh okay. whenever he was uh younger as well he told me something he said um you know, the, the fastest way you learn is by doing something, doing it wrong, and is remembering not to do that thing again. Yeah. Your greatest lessons are learned in your failures. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And super nice about it. Um, and I remember after that, I kind of went at it with that mindset of door-to-door -door sales. Mm-hmm. I went on doing that for um, a couple more months and eventually I started getting um, to the the top, you know, one to two uh, positions. That was really awesome because I learned that, you know, within like marketing and sales, it's all about how you phrase yeah. what you have and the problem that the other person has. If your offer is phrased in a way, even in those most uncomfortable circumstances, yeah. They will buy. People and will buy. We will get into how to phrase that the right way and all of that in a whole other podcast because sales, door-to-door yeah. -door sales, everything is a whole entire topic.
um, you know, I, I felt like I had already gotten I mean, yeah. to where I could within the company. You know, right. I was constantly number one or number two. And I was already, I don't know, at that point, like four or five months into the company. And so I ended up leaving there. Um, I didn't have a, a job right afterwards. Um, but after I left, uh, what I ended up doing was I partnered up with a company overseas, um, Africa Inland Mission. AIM, and I went to uh, South Africa, Namibia, Lesotho for about six weeks. Okay. And there we would, I was kind of like the, the tech guy there. And so um, we would go around and we would help set up uh, like network infrastructures and stuff like that. Um, and then I came back to the States, met this Robert guy um, with Building Brands Marketing, where we actually know each other. Mm -hmm. We hit it off and I started working with, uh, with him and it was a marketing firm. Uh, he was uh, the sales guy. I was the developer, technical mind in the background. Right. All of the the skills I had learned from uh, from Lupe Watches, which was the the company that uh, I had bought um, after Chipotle, uh, from uh, True Green, those door to door sales, and from um, you know working overseas and those you know cross functional teams setting yeah. up network infrastructures. I was able to take all of that and implement it into marketing strategies for clients yeah. um, and help those small businesses grow. And um, I am still doing that to this day. Okay. I'm now a, a partner uh, at the, the company mm -hmm. um, and I run the uh, the whole digital side of the firm. So uh, any of the work that we do for our clients, uh, I oversee those teams and and work with some really amazing, smart people that have also taught me a lot uh, along the way. Um, but but yeah, that that's that's kind of my experience uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, we have we have so much in common that's not in common, if that's a yeah. good way to put it. Like mm -hmm. how how our our paths kind of come together is very common. Mm -hmm. Our paths are so different, you know. Like I didn't go to college at all. Period. All of mine was all. <laughs> Um, experience um, basically starting at my firefighter job, mm -hmm. right? So right out of high school, I went into the fire service. And um, I long story short, on the fire service, I was a firefighter for right at seven years. Mm -hmm. The alongside of being a firefighter, you work a forty eight ninety six schedule. So you're on two days and you're off uh, for four days. So you, there's a lot of time to try new ventures, try new mm -hmm. things, do all kinds of new stuff, right? And so the first thing that I did somewhat similar to you was the lawn care company. Yeah. Um, at the time I couldn't afford nice equipment. So I was just, you know, pushing around a piece of crap, $150 lawn mower and going out and mowing people's lawns for like uh -huh. 30 bucks. No zero turns. Nothing fancy. Um, but I did my own door to door sales mm -hmm. and I, you know, printed off some cheesy little, um, business cards and went out and started knocking on everybody's doors. And just like you realized real quickly mm -hmm. how to get kicked off people's lawns and how to stay there and talk with them. Yeah. And um, a lot of my clients ended up being like elderly. And I, I guess I resonated with them more because of, I would say, like my kind of caring background, like the firefighting. Mm -hmm. Anytime I told them about that, it was like I gained some trust. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, yeah. and, and I always tell people like, use whatever you have and mm -hmm. your background, use it to your advantage, you know, um, use whatever you've got to your advantage. So I, I use that a lot in mm -hmm. every one of my things that I did. But first one being the lawn care. After that, I realized I didn't want to mow lawns with super cheap equipment. And I really <laughs> didn't want to make a big investment in anything at this point. Yeah. And I was like 19 years old, didn't have a ton of money saved up because I was done with my money. Unlike you that saved up and bought a company, I bought like four wheelers and trucks and you know, <laughs> other stuff. Um, 
But so from lawn care, I then started a pressure washing business for RVs specifically. So in the South Texas area, um, it's very heavily saturated with RV parks because mm -hmm. of snowbirds coming down here. So I would go once again, door to door sales, but to RVs handing out um, pressure washing stuff for cleaning oh. their RVs. Man, that's that's totally different than million dollar home door to door totally sales. Different. <laughs> We're talking people that pay 300 bucks a month to live. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it was brutal, you know, trying to sell a $400 pressure washing uh -huh. service to somebody who pays 300 bucks a month at an yeah. RV site. Mm -hmm. Good luck. I did it. Um, it taught me a lot about it, but realized maybe I'm not, you know, doing this right or whatever. Mm -hmm. So stopped doing that. Um, and then I actually got into this, like right around the time I met Haley. Um, so we're about four years into the fire service at this point, I'm a Lieutenant. Mm -hmm. I still have plenty of time off, um, to explore ventures. So then I tried uh, a brief history was a little pyramid scheme thing. It was like thrive. <laughs> I sold supplements. Oh, um, okay. I thought you were going to say the knife thing. No, what, no. Was it was that Cutco knives it, or something? I did not do Cutco <laughs> knives. I did not do Cutco knives. I did, uh, it, was, it was Thrive something. I don't remember. But it was like vitamins, uh -huh, energy yeah. shakes, stuff uh -huh. like that. And dude, I, I should you know, I put down like 5,000 on credit cards and was like, really? I was all in. Oh my God. 100% in. I learned um, that selling products in that way was not the way to do it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. there is there is certain ways to do it in that way. That's another another story. But um, so I stopped doing that, realized I didn't didn't want to do that, obviously. Uh -huh. um, and then I was talking with Haley and I'm like, I've done so many different things, you know, mm -hmm. all, all of this different stuff. Um, I need to do something else. And she was uh, talking to me about being, you know, maybe a realtor. And, you know, at that mm. point, I was like, screw it. You know, I mean, I've done everything might else. As well. Might as well. Um, and I'm one that I've I've always liked to learn new things. Mm -hmm. Like I never went to college, but I've always like watched videos or took classes like in, um, all kinds of different certifications I have, mm -hmm. you know, on my on my resume. Yeah. And one of them being the real estate license I went out and did, did it in about three weeks, which was awesome. Most people thought it would take me like half a year to complete, but mm -hmm. did it super fast, just dove in. Um, and I went and sold houses for about a year, did great at it. I uh, realized real quickly that there was a lot of money in the construction and flipping mm -hmm. and that side yeah. of real estate, because when we would sell these houses, I would hire like either handyman or mm -hmm. contractors to come in and fix these houses up. And I was like, they're they're making more than I am, you know, like they're coming in and fixing these houses and I'm my commission's checking out near theirs. Uh, so then talked to Haley again and we decided to invest into a home mm -hmm. um, and we actually bought a home for dirt cheap, uh, flipped it. And um, that was the most amazing experience ever was really? I think the best thing that I did was flipping that house uh, with her was just so cool uh, for me specifically on the side of. I really learned like true, like, uh, like independent satisfaction, fulfillment. Like mm -hmm. I, I did that, you know, like I did, I had, yes, I had help with subcontractors mm -hmm. and things like yeah. that, but like we designed it, we made it come to life and then we sold it to somebody mm -hmm. that now loves it. Like I drive by that house and I'm like, Oh look, they put a fence in the yard, you know, or <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And so you, you from, took something without much value and, and you created so much value out of it. Correct. Yeah. And that fulfillment right then and there made me realize I don't get that fulfilled at the fire department. I was a lieutenant. I was at the top. And I at this point in my firefighter career, I'd been at the top now for about three years. And um, Haley had recently made a switch in her career. Mm -hmm. And 
man, for a couple of weeks, like I know she's okay with me talking about this because we just talked about it in our other podcast. She was so depressed, so down. Everything mm -hmm. was terrible. And then she found a new job and it was amazing. So like she, wow. she went through, you know, a little rough time. Yeah. And so in my brain, I'm starting to think like, what if I leave the fire department? You know, I put myself in an uncomfortable situation, uh -huh. um, but maybe things will look better. Like maybe yeah. I'll find something more fulfilling. Uh -huh. And um, right at that time, I've got a, a old friend that reached out and he's like, hey, man, you know, you're a really good person with people. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's random. That's a great way to you know? phrase and that. He's like, like, you're a good salesman, but like, you're uh -huh. not a pushy salesman. Like, you're just good mm -hmm. with people. Why don't you come be a car salesman? And at first I'm like, nah, dude, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to go be a sleazy car salesman. And then I was like, you know what? Right at the time I'm thinking about leaving the fire department, this guy comes with this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Screw it. So I put my two weeks into the fire department, all my family, all my friends are like, what are you doing? You know, like <laughs> you're leaving the one thing uh -huh. that has made you money and kept you sustainable and done everything for yeah. you. You're going to leave that and go be a freaking car salesman. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Um, and I went and did it. And, you know, I, I was a car salesman for about four months. I got towards the top, just like you. Uh -huh. And, you know, I learned so much about sales there because yeah. we were in trainings That's every high single pressure. day. High so, pressure. You know, and it was in COVID. Like, for, that was COVID too. It was during COVID. Oh. So very low inventory. Yeah. Uh -huh. High demand. Yep. High competition. Wow. Um, learned tons from it. Did, I think, great at it, uh -huh. you know. Um and I just realized real quickly, this isn't for me. The mm. the salesman, the car salesman specific atmosphere yeah. wasn't for me. I don't like taking advantage of people, honestly. Yeah. And in the car industry business, that's how you make money. Like they're that and it doesn't even really feel like you're helping someone in my there a lot of people will, you know, say, Yes, it is, you're putting them in a vehicle, you're doing all this. And, mm -hmm. and yes, it's true, but to me, you know, I, I built someone's home basically mm -hmm. like that was way more fulfilling than yeah. this, but I, I learned a lot from it. And, um, then I got presented with another opportunity. Mm -hmm. Robert, yep. um, had reached out to me where I had, you know, we, we had met and, um, I decided to leave the car service and go sell marketing, you know, mm -hmm. for the, um, building brands marketing started doing that, learned a ton about marketing. Um, did that for, I think it was right at a year. Yep. And, um, Right at that time, it was basically either like, I'm either going to get like, I kind of almost gave an ultimatum. Like, I'm either going to get promoted <laughs> right now, guys, or I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. And um, I don't think BBM was at the place to where like, okay, you need a promotion. We have tons of people. You can be over mm -hmm. there. Like, it just wasn't there. It wasn't yeah. in the cards. And so I was like, you know what? I have, now I have a year's worth of marketing experience. Mm -hmm. Now I have a, another, you know, um, sales experience. Mm -hmm. I have all of my management experience from the fire service, high pressure, intense situations, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, I'm going to start my own business. So I started the handyman company, the smart fix handyman. And uh, I did that for about a month alongside of the marketing job. And then mm -hmm. realized real quickly, uh, one job, I made more money than I did <laughs> that whole month at the marketing company. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, why am I still here? <laughs> you know, like I can go work one weekend and make what I did uh -huh. in four weeks of work there. And that's you know, a scary jump though. It is terrifying because yeah. like next month, if that job's not mm -hmm. there, then I don't make anything. Yeah. Right. But I was like, you know what? I've already made a scary jump. Mm -hmm. I already left the fire service and went mm -hmm. and was a car salesman. So like, screw it. At that point, I left the marketing job, another secure job uh -huh. and uh, went and started my own business. And then you 
were like, hey, let's go out to dinner. And uh, we sat down, we talked, and then that's when you decided, hey, I'm going to invest in the company. Mm -hmm. that's right. And um, I think it was January I started it. I did it by myself, January, February. Mm -hmm. March, you officially came in. Yep. And, um, dude, we blew it up. I mean, yeah. with, with all of your – so I knew marketing. Like, I knew the mm -hmm. value of it, yeah. right, because I sold it. Because you're a project manager. Yeah. You worked with the clients. I, exactly. Yeah. But I didn't know exactly how uh -huh. to get me to the top yeah. of Google or to create, you know, a, a, an optimized website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you um, presented that opportunity, I'm like, heck yeah. You know, let's mm -hmm. let's jump on this. In the first three months of the business, you know, it went from me making like one – thousand dollars two thousand dollars you know a month uh-huh um in january and february to what was our first month was like nine thousand bucks and then it just grew and grew and grew, mm -hmm. and grew and grew and grew yep and it's like oh my gosh i can't believe this is happening to the point to now it's it's like why don't we do this for other people yeah. you know why and then bizwhip right mm -hmm. Biz, that's that's when bizwhip came became a thing let's start helping other handymen um and handy women out there create their own businesses mm -hmm. and even alongside that people with pressure washing companies lawn mm -hmm. care businesses home services are home services yeah i've done all of it <laughs> um so i i know that side and marketing's marketing uh -huh. you know so i mean with our experience and all of that it just makes so much sense of where we're at now but like going from computer science major mm -hmm. at chipotle <laughs> and a firefighter with a lawn care business to mm -hmm. like where we're at now is just wild to me like yeah. i i never in a million years would think that that's where we end up but that's yeah. where we are that's where we are it's been a wild ride but um man it, it just shows for everybody who is uncertain if they should take the leap into Do uh doing their business like you will do so many things through your life mm -hmm. some of them will be failures sure but if you keep doing things, like you will have a success. For sure. And that success will carry on. And through the failures, you will learn way more than you could ever expect. Yep. And, um, you know, that's where I'm excited uh, with us and, and BizWhip now of being able to partner with Other. these people. Yeah. To make that jump less scary. Yep. To help them go from their job where they're making a great salary. Mm -hmm. Um to doing their own thing yeah to trotting their own path to yeah. starting their own company and creating wealth for not only them but when you create a company you create an asset that then can be sold and after right. you're gone you can pass that and down to your family most people don't even realize that honestly yes. like it's like i'm gonna fix stuff for the rest of my life yeah no you don't structure it in a different way mm -hmm. you know structure it to where it, it's so beautiful and amazing that mm -hmm. you can sell it to somebody else yeah so that's it i mean it's you know these yeah. diverse backgrounds are just it's what it's what's made us what we are today